Hi, welcome to Tamika's Thoughts. It's Friday, January 8th, and I would like to say I would like to speak on the topic of discussion today, and that is starting the impeachment for the second time uh, against Donald uh, Trump. Um, for the situation which occurred on January 6th, which we all bear witness to. And um, for those who were um, denying or acting as if there was not a pre-existing condition um, outside of COVID um, in the United States of America, uh, that pre-existing condition outside of COVID would be uh, racial injustice. Clearly, we see the difference between Black Lives Matter protests and the peaceful um, protests, and I say peaceful very loosely when it's pertaining to the Trump supporters. But we see, and we see the difference that we can do. We see the differential of the diff, the different, the different treatment point blank period the different treatment you have you have the white protests and then you have the black lives matters protest you have the interaction with police with the whites being making their voices heard and you have the visual of the police and blacks interaction black interacting with black people and we see clearly a difference we see black people being murdered. We see black, uh, white people being taken, taking pictures with uh, police officers in the midst of their violation. We see black people being murdered for even attempting to uh, to stand up for their rights and 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 ask why am I being stopped or. Why am I being uh, pulled over or why am I being attacked and they're being killed just for asking the question or or in their in 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 the uh, not defense, but in the um, uh, language of the officers being uh, resistance, a confrontational. if storming through the White House front door is not confrontational, and then going and sitting into the, uh, the the House Speaker's seat and taking selfies, if not killing four people and killing an officer is not um, resistance or being uh, confrontational, then I don't know what is. But clearly, we all know what the situation is. Well, a lot of people in America do not want to use the it's a racial or partiality conversation. They don't even want to say the word. They'll go all around the borders and say, oh, it's um, people who are anti-government. Oh, it's people who are uh, resistors to the system. Okay. That may be so. That may be a fra- that may be a fragment of the spark of their take it initiation to take and to act upon what they have in their heart, which is separatism, hate. They do not want to be treated and have allow other peoples to be treated 
as they are. And those people that for whatever reason, because I'm not going to say that the people that's saying this is a racist, but I think that they're trying to avoid conflict and taking it that way, having that conversation in their mind is avoiding conflict. No, that's avoiding truth and that's avoiding, you cannot get past or better a situation if you're not going to acknowledge the situation in the first place. If you're not going to acknowledge that there's a problem, how are you going to resolve the problem? You're going to resolve other problems and it's still the problem, the ugly that face and corrupt and corrode this country. It's a corrosion. It's a it's a is an eternal evil root that has to be torn from the very fabric fabric of this country, which is the system. The system has to remove and unveil and uh, release what has been in bondage for way too long through the system integrating the hate that was weaving from so many years ago has to be undone, has to be released, has to be removed, has to be cleansed. And the only way to do that is acknowledge that it exists. And see, when you choose not to, and I'm going to take you at any conversation, I always reference back to the Lord, back to the standards, back to the moral compass that we all must take a hand and take responsible of acknowledging incorporating and dealing with now with when you decide that you're not going to see something for your own reasons the Lord is going to bring it to the forefront where you cannot go above it you cannot go beneath it you cannot go beside it you cannot deny it because you would only have yourself to deal with because you is too blatantly in front of you to not acknowledge it for what it is. So we all know this is the this was the hand of God working in place as always allowing free will. That is what we all have. Free will. And your free will dictates your heart because people believe, oh, well, God shouldn't allow this to happen, to bad, bad things to happen to people. Oh, God shouldn't allow this. God shouldn't allow that. God allowed us to have free will. And with that comes responsibility and comes liability and uh, taking uh, accountability okay just as any form of power if you choose to abuse it you will have to deal with the consequences this man now I'm in reference to Donald Trump because it all coincides with one another it's never a conversation that don't incorporate God we choose not to incorporate God in the situation. And if we do, we're questioning, we're questioning why. Now, I say that to say this. God gave free will. God 
With free will comes responsibility. What responsibility comes accountability. With now on the parallel to that free will, I'm going to go with power. And I think of the man who is currently in position of that power, Donald Trump. Now, with power takes a great sense of responsibility. With power comes a great sense of accountability. You cannot hold power in your hand and release that power and then say, I don't know what happened. And it's not my fault because the people that I release my influence, that I have great influence over, I release my discontent, I release my belief, and I, re- I release my lies upon them to fear infuriate them so that they can rebel in my place and then walk away from that. That's against the consequences and the reaction of your power. When you're in power, you must take responsibility. When you're in power, you must take accountability. Power, everybody wants it, but not everybody can handle it. It takes a great character to handle power. It takes a great character to be in power. And we have not seen that for the past four years, a character of power. No, we've seen a character of ego. We've seen a character of propaganda. We've seen a character of uh, non-accountability, wants to, no, wasn't me, wasn't my fault. Oh, the pandemic. Yeah, this is what happened with people's jobs. Had the pandemic been approached at the time that the person empowered in position to actually do something and put things in place, had it act upon the situation as it occurred, maybe there wouldn't have been so many jobs lost. We can only assume at this point. We do not know. But I'm just going to say, with the, the, the intellect the small intellect that I possess, I concluded that much from the information, just from observation alone. Prior knowledge, you have prior knowledge, you have a book that was left from the last president to the new president in transition of power to give you a blueprint of what to do if what XYZ was to happen and XYZ. So if I'm in that position that I have to act upon these certain circumstances, I'm not going to drop, I'm not going to relax my power and then walk away from it and say, I don't know what to do. Or this is a, a, a hoax. Or this is, this is going to go away on its own. No. Take those assumptions on myself when I have professional people and I have a blueprint in front of me that's telling me otherwise, I'm going to be the person that's in power to make the call to save lives and jobs and myself and the country from falling into a a black hole. I think that I'm going to take an action. I'm just saying. So we all know that he dropped the ball more than once. We all know that because of the ball drop, 
we have people lives in disruins and mayhem all the way around the board it's full circle then we have exposure we have exposure because now everyone else sees what the problem and those that want to come to America this is what you see the reality of America I don't know what you're running from to get to America but I'm talking to you I don't know what your situation is I don't know what it where you what what your environment is no one should be in an unsafe environment point blank period that's first and foremost and yes it is your responsibility to always safeguard yourself I don't care who you are where you at and where you come from you're we all given the god-given responsibility okay free will we're responsible to make sure that we're safe at all times so looking for safety I don't want to make anyone feel as though they shouldn't seek safety from anywhere but the thing is is that I don't want anyone to be under false pretense that this country is something that is not and that is you need to know what all comes with freedom you you need to know what all comes with uh change and environment you have to take god with you everywhere you go there's no place in this corner of the world that's more safer than the other if you don't have god with you because god is the safety the safety net even when we fall we know that at the end of the at the end of that fall we're going to be okay cuz god can come remove and make miracles in our life he can transition anything he comes in many forms god can come to you as a stranger and you not know that this is the lord you speaking with so treat people that's why in the book of life that's our blueprint we all shed we all walked away from it that's our blueprint that's god gave us a, the blueprint of life treat others as you would like to be treated you're no better than no one else do not judge yet ye be judged okay so with all of these in place and all of this structure that God sh- struck gave a structure for he also gave us a representative because you can't go anywhere without a representative nobody wants to see or hear from you unless you have an agent we talk now I'm talking I'm going to talk real talk this is real talk you're a writer you're an actor you're a singer you have to have someone come and be a representative to give the oh, the the uh the sign off in a sense or uh legitimize your abilities uh legitimize your uh who you are and where you come from and what you can offer before they even see you so what makes you think you can get to god any other way but then through a representative so even having that personal relationship with god if you don't have that representative god going to say or god can say i'm not going to say what god going to say cuz that will be ill illmatic illmatic on my part now god will can say well i gave you a representative i said my only son christ for you to hold 
and, and, and to serve and to get to me and to get to the kingdom of heaven and to walk like gave you that exa- example of the walk that I wanted to have you do or have you walk by. Every man will lead his own footsteps. That's true indeed. But I want to be sure by having my representative say, I want to have Christ. And when I get in front of the Lord, I want the Lord to say, I know. I know Tamika very well. I know Tamika Andrea Bar Just Coca very well. Okay? That's my, that's my child. She is a product of me. She is a representative of mine. She, Father, is worthy to come through these doors and she's worthy to have her name put in that book of life. And I ask that you grant her entrance into our kingdom for that is where she deserves to be. That's what I want the Lord to say, me personally. But my thing is, I want to see my loved ones there too. I want to see you there too. I want to see everybody to get there. I want to see us all go like one great big old, you see how they marched up into the, that, that white house and they came down Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. I want to see all my family and friends and loved ones and everyone of every breed that loves the Lord. I, y'all, that, that, that's who I want. I want to see that. I want to be a part of that march. I want to be a part of that celebration. That is what I want. But getting back to the subject at hand, what we have here is a hot mess. And so what any hot mess you want to deal with, you want to get it resolved. This man, okay, is a, is a man who has fallen as any man but he has fallen at a, at, at, and, and refused to move and acknowledge his mess up. That's the problem with a problem, with a person in power. If this man was to even acknowledge that there was a problem, then maybe he, could, he would have been able to avoid this problem that we're in and the other problem with the COVID. But taking no accountability and still trying to hold on to your power that don't make no sense that's like an oxymoron because you either okay if you have power then you have to take accountability and responsibility that's like owning a gun you got power at your fingertips you go point that gun and you pull that trigger and you shoot somebody you can't holler that oh no I did not mean to to kill that person what do you mean you didn't mean to kill that person just because they died and and you didn't mean for them to die don't hold you less accountable oh that don't hold you less accountable no you still gonna be held accountable they don't they, they only god know what your intentions are but you got to take accountability for what the end result is devastation you done took a life you done decided to pick that power up and be reckless with it. You cannot be reckless with power. That is a number one no, no. You must stand in your power. You must guard in it. 
You must bathe in it. You must discipline yourself in your own power. You must take that crown. Heavy lies the crown. Heavy lies the crown. We all know that statement. That statement says one thing that you're in power. You're going to have a great deal of power. And with that power, you must take responsibility. You must take accountability. And you must do what is your responsibility to do. And that is to take care of others. In order to take care of others, you must take care of yourself. You must have your spirit right. You must be in a tone with God and so that you can lead with the power that you have and not damage lives, not destroy people and not destroy yourself because you can destroy yourself with power because that's what power can do. Power can give and power can take. Power can build and power can destroy How much power do you want? How much power do you want now that you know about power? With that being said, I ask that God continue to be the power of my life and the power of your life. Because one thing for sure, one thing for certain, his power won't fail. His power will not destroy you. His power will only build you up. His power will only cast a bright light on you, not put you in the dark, unless it's necessary. Only unless it's necessary. God can hide you when there's time to be hidden. He can shine you when there's a time to for you to shine. But with God making that step in allowing God to make those transitions and steps in your life and through your life, you got a better chance of making it. So I say to all the kids, because I did the podcast yesterday and I said, what will we tell our children from what they see? Children, I'm speaking to you. And if you're not here to listen, whoever is here to listen and that can feed it to a child, please, I beg of you to. Children, do not follow. Do not follow because man will lead you straight into the ground. Be yourself, fall to your knees and thank God and ask God. Give me, Father, give me, give me the wisdom that I need to be able to navigate in this world. Give me your spirit of bravery. Give me your spirit of strength. Give me your spirit of sight. Give me your spirit, Heavenly Father, so that I can be able to shine in this world as I am supposed to. This is what you do, children. This is what you say. This is what you do and you believe it. You ask for it. You you, you beg from your heart because 
when it's coming from a child, it's always from the heart. Children are the most precious, most children. Love God, pray to God, embrace God. Don't be a follower. This world will lead you in all chaotic situations. This world, grown people, the adults are lost. So with that being said, children gravitate to God. Pray, pray, pray. Read the Bible. That's the book of life. That's the blueprint of life. We as adults, we struggle, we fall, we're we're still learning. And some of us are misguided by other things and people and places. So sometimes we're distracted by the outside, the external. So we get lost sometimes. But always lean to God, children. Always lean to God and not follow. Do not follow people. Be yourself. Be who you are. Because you're a great person. You're a great person and don't let anybody tell you that being nice, being a good, decent person is a sucker move. Because let me tell you what a sucker move is. A sucker move is telling telling somebody else that they're a sucker. That's a sucker move. You know what? A, the, that, that's the fugazi. And you know what the fugazi is? The fugazi is false. The fugazi is a lie. The fugazi is what we have right now in the White House. That's the fugazi. So you don't want that. You don't want the fugazi. You don't want to be treated like no sucker. Everybody deserves respect. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're walking in, uh, on, in, in the highest floor level of the floor or or they laying out on the street you don't know who that person is so respect is due to a dog so with a human being i say you respect every human being respect is the it's the least thing you can give one another respect i respect you and I ask that you respect me. I ask that you respect the stranger and, 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 and a neighbor, a neighbor, whoever it may be you come across. Just respect. You ain't got to engage in a whole lot of conversation to respect the person. All you got to do is acknowledge their presence is there when you're moving past them. That's all. And, 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 that, and no more, no less. You respect everyone as a human being and it shall come back to you. And that's called karma. And those that can't respect you, you get away from them. Don't try to figure out why. Don't cry and wonder why this person don't like me. Why this person hates me. Why this person rejected me. Because that's what people do. And you're not here for those that don't want to be open to you. You don't let them destroy who you are. Your spirit you keep it moving. You bless them just the same, but you keep it moving. They have, they're not where you are. You can't uh, hold somebody uh, hostage to be where you are. If they're not there, they're not there. They may never get there, but that's not your problem. God can, God knows everyone every little if he know every little string that each person has on their head knows every little star that's in this universe because galaxy that's because he put it there don't you think he knows what the person each person is going through so he'll deal with that he'll send what needs to be sent to them he'll give what needs to be given to them he uses people 
God used people to get to people. So it'll be the next person to come along and get to them. Or that may be you that move past them that gets to them. But it will not destroy you. God don't want you to let no one destroy you. No. Because he said Christ was already done. That, that was already done to Christ and for us. It was done to Christ for us. So he don't expect us to do that ourselves or allow that to be done to us. Okay. Um, yes, God, God, Jesus is a peacemaker and a peaceful. But by any means was Jesus anybody's uh, 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 beating ground or beating tool. No, that was the resurrection. That was the crucifixion. That was supposed to have happened just to get to get the world attention so that it would live and know and beat in the heart of man to this very day. Something that drastic had to happen. God works in mysterious ways and I'm not going to question the way and how and the when and the where. That's not for me to figure out. What I am to figure out is what I I am within my mind and my spirit to want to figure out and to long to know. And right now, I'm fine with what I know. And I'm growing with other things as it's supposed to come to me. So, what I say is be blessed and don't and be a blessing to someone else. Do not allow this life and people as we know know people to be sometimes. Sometimes they fill up to you, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they want to see you, sometimes they don't. But that's fine. We all go through those changes. We all go through that. But God is always there. He's always ever so present. Even we never alone. I don't want to be lonely. And I hear people say, I don't want to be alone. Well, do you know the Lord? Because if you know the Lord, you ain't never alone. I don't care where you're at. You, can be, you got people sitting in prison cells that's not alone. And I'm not talking about with no another inmate. I'm talking about literally in a hole by themselves. And they not alone. Because they incorporate something to live for. And that something is God. If you bring God with you anywhere you go, you're not going to be alone. It may feel and it may get to be feel that burden that the burden gets so heavy sometimes we do feel alone but always remind yourself and you talk to God I'm feeling weak father help me give me the strength I'm feeling like you're you I'm absent from you please father make your presence felt to me I need you you think that your spirit won't change try it you'll find out you'll know and any person that says I run a church but black folks ain't allowed you better run out that front door or that back door you better not even enter that door of that church I'm going to tell you that right now because any church that puts the put the brakes on who can come through that door no that's not the church you need to be in that's not I'm just, I'm just here to tell you that's not the church you need to be in because that's a felon church that church, I don't know how far that's going to go for the person that's called themselves the minister or the pastor or the deacon or whoever. 
leadership in that church, that's not going to work. Because what heaven you talking about? Because any heaven that I know that's in the Holy Bible, that that that's that that's against that's all against it. you speaking against the blueprint of life. So why would you be saying who can come to your doors and who can't come through your doors? No, that doesn't make any sense. All man is welcome. Come as you are, says the Lord. Come as you are. God made human beings. He made animals. He made dogs. So why is a next human being not worthy enough to come through your front door? Because of what your qualifications are and what your expectations are and what you will accept and won't accept. That sounds like a personal problem. And you need to be praying on that personal problem, not rebuking that personal problem and and hindering that problem uh that person individual i'm not even saying problem that individual or that person from coming and getting god who anyone that would stop anyone from getting god you are already in violation it's hard and as hard as it may be to get past what the deed of the person is or who they may be. We have we don't have that that past to hinder them from connecting with God because that's violation. There you 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 crossing over in barriers that will ultimately cause harm on your spirit or judgment on your spirit. And I don't want that for you or myself. So what I say to anyone who is saying that they run a church but yes there's no uh black people allowed through their front doors and their service their sunday service their bible study service their uh or their no no hispanics or no uh minorities of any descent uh to be coming to their church but we want to serve the lord you sound it, it, it i don't even have to say it but you sound like uh a jack wagon I mean and who wants to come to a church if a, if a person says that I'm I'm not even going to be offended what I would say is that that's a church that's a place that you that nobody should be serving nobody should be going through those doors not even the people that look like you they shouldn't even be in there because that that right there is it's truck that's a that's a troubled mind and you have a troubled mind teaching you that means you're this is like power being in position of power and being reckless with your power. You've been, you're feeding people wrong information. You are totally injecting a person with poison through your words, through your, your sermon. It's poison. It's not, it's, it's, it's not a sermon. It's a sermon of poison, yes. It's not a sermon of blessings. It's not a sermon of atonement. It's not nothing of the sort. It's poison. So with that being said, don't be offended by any place that says, oh, you can't come in here because you're X, Y, Z. And you know that it's not because of what you're wearing or not because of the, 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 the way you look. It's just the way that your skin, your skin pigmentation is too, 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 uh, pig, you know, too dark. You are who you are. Your people, our people, are not 
really welcomed in their establishment. Well, I wouldn't be offended by it. What I would say is that nobody should be eating up in there. If I can't eat in there, then that means nobody should be eating in there because what you're saying doesn't even make any sense. And what you're saying is that you will only you're only capable of 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 catering or giving to one group of people and they have to look like you then you then, then you my psychic is telling me that you ain't got much to offer and and what you do have to offer is of no good how good can it really be you don't even offer diversity that's best at minimum is diversity so who would want to go and, and, and sit in that sort of establishment I mean the principle I get it we want to pave the way for people our children because when you talk children and you talk the kids you got my attention because they need to be protected in this wicked world we live in They're not being sheltered. They're not being protected. They're not being cared for. And that's a problem for me. Major problem. Um, Being a mother myself. And it doesn't really have a greater impact until you are a parent yourself. You know what I'm saying. And any parent, I don't care what color you are, what corner of the world you come from. I'm assume, even if you're a horrible mother, I'm assume, or or parent, whatever the case may be, I'm going to assume because you are a parent, you know what I'm saying when you say the children come first, okay? So that is something that I totally stand by and totally support of the children. We have to be a leadership, a symbol, a model for the children. So if you're telling your, you're telling your children, oh, don't be a racist or don't, don't, don't lie, and then you turn around and you're showing um, um, yeah, but they can't come in. But why they can't come in, Mom? Uh, because, uh, honey, they got on the wrong sneakers. Uh, but I got the same sneakers at home. You bought them for me. Uh, uh, um, I, I did the outfit. They, they, they have the wrong outfit on. What? That's the same outfit that I like. Uh, um, uh, uh, I, I don't know. They just can't. You sound the kids, you know, you 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 working. It's no, it's not. It, uh-uh. You tell them the reason why. I'm not comfortable because they're different, and different I can't understand, and I can't understand it. I can't really be comfortable around it. So that maybe the te- the kid can teach you something. God can use the child to to give you something. We all have to learn the best way we can. So to just flat out refuse to be ignorant all your life, that's shame on you. And that's something you won't have to answer to for God. So you can't hide behind ignorance because after a while, some you're going to have to take accountability for your even your ignorance. Because children are the most precious thing on earth. God speaks through life and when he's sending these babies in and the babies is saying things to you that make you stop in your tracks and think then that's something you need to deal with 
But when you take and you poison a child's mind, you want to be accountable for that. Because again, power is accountability. Power is taking accountability. And you have to take accountability when you destroy. Just as well as you have to recognize when you're building and you're destroying. You have to recognize the two when you're in a position of power. So always keep that in mind. Today is the reckoning of power. And I am going to continue to walk with you and talk with you. And like I like to do, I want to pray before I leave you. And I'm going to say, Lord, please cover anyone who is at the, the, the sound of my voice. Let them be blessed. Let them be favored. Anoint them in their walk. Anoint them as they listen, Heavenly Father. Embrace them with your Holy Spirit. Strengthen them with your grace, Heavenly Father. I love you. I thank you. And I ask that you continue to be my beacon of light and my beacon of anointance and my beacon of atonement, Heavenly Father. I love you. I serve you in mind, body, and spirit. And I give you thanks. In Jesus' almighty, holy, precious name, I give thanks and I say amen. And with that, I say be blessed until I speak again or have someone else speak again. But until you hear my voice again, I say be blessed and also be a blessing to someone else. Later. Later.